Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. This is episode number five in our workforce management series with our friends at REPL. Today, we're going to be looking at mobile and analytics and the reporting engines in uh, workforce management. And I'm joined by Blanche, Jake and Pete. Hi, all. How are you doing? Good, thank you. All right, thanks. Good, thank you. Good, good. Let's start with you, Pete. And you've just told me that if I call you Peter, I'm I'm telling you off. So listen out if I call you, call you that. Uh, what what do you do at REPL and, and how long have you worked there with the team? So I am a workforce uh, transformation principal. I have been with REPL for for coming on five years now. Um, I work predominantly in the uh, workspace of Kronos. I work with a team of well I manage a team of five people I help REPL's Kronos practice grow good stuff and Jake you're a bit further away than the UK yeah that's right I'm over here in Bentonville Arkansas Um, I've been with REPL for a little over a year now so um, I'm a senior T consultant so for the most part I'm in the background Uh, I've worked a lot with the reporting area and doing more of the data transformation back end and things like that that's me and last but not least Blanche hi Hi, um, I'm Blanche, as you guys know, but I've been with RPL only for four months. I'm one of the workforce management business consultants. I'm currently doing service management for different clients. So that's all from me. And you're you're based in South Africa? From based Africa? in South Africa, yes, I'm based in South Africa. Lovely. Global representation on this one like the others, which is great. We turn our minds to mobile then. I I think it's a really exciting part of the workforce management functionality, something that that has been there for a while but seems to be one of the the component parts which is growing really quickly, lots of functionality coming in which we'll touch on today and certainly in the last nine months when the world's been a very strange place, part of the solutions that's really helped big organisations connect directly to their frontline workers. So, Pete, maybe if we start with you, what what are you seeing in that whole mobile piece from workforce management? What type of things can you do in the from the various vendors in their mobile app functionality these days? I've seen a bit of an evolution actually in the mobile app altogether. There are um, specific softwares that link into their workforce transformation. Um, systems so you can get the the base scheduling you can get your time cards you can do all your admin needs for you know for the managers and for the employees but what we're seeing is a possibly a shift to be more of a corporate application and what we're finding is that not only are the workforce transformation software is being used but possibly that the companies are using it to be a bigger platform for the employees so if they've got like a promotion going on um, there's a certain product that they're putting on the shelves which is new they're using these new mobile applications to uh, communicate to their workforce and they're also putting out uh, company updates on these apps. So it's making, it's, it's evolving from just a simple workforce transformation application to be a whole new, well, how would I phrase it, like a Facebooky type thing where, you know, 
you know, there's a communication app and the people have been able to bring be brought closer to the head office by using this app. Bringing in that social comms element, as well as all the historic things that you would expect to be able to access, so pay details, uh, all that kind of holiday information potentially, and and clocking, etc. Jake, is that true from what you see in America as well, or are there any other bits that that you see coming in or have um, have helped clients with? Yeah, I mean, definitely touching on the uh, more of the employee engagement uh, with the social platform. It seems kind of like we're uh, with the mobile, it's starting to be able to bring the employees together. They're able to communicate more, communicate with the managers. It's, it's definitely kind of moving more towards kind of having a, a community whenever you're in the workplace. Uh, so that definitely seems to be kind of moving in a in a interesting direction. Otherwise, uh, outside of that, though, I know one of the things that I was was curious about. You know, the the mobile movement uh, has really brought up mostly just all pros from from a managerial perspective as well as employee perspective being able to jump in and do you know your your absence requests and being able to shift swap with other people and do things like that from the managerial side they can go in and and uh, kind of at a glance be able to to see how things are going and, and get kind of kind of more of the, the analytics part, uh, piece of it but one other aspect is kind of like um, I guess kind of a uh, one of the things to take into consideration is also um, being able to, I guess, do a separation from work and life, uh, and and kind of we're seeing the the mobile start to lead into that work life balance. Um, so yeah. I think it's curious to see how this how this will progress and how we continue to um, be able to uh, make it to where we can sustain that that work life balance. So Blanche, it kind of sounds to me like the vendors of of got quite smart really and rather than have colleagues who've got an app for workforce management an app for comms an app for task an app for holiday bookings they've almost started to lead the way and pull all that together and i know some of them kind of partner with companies like WorkJam, etc but it sounds like they're really starting to see that whole end-to-end piece of employee needs do you agree with that does that make sense um, I do agree with it. Currently, South Africa is, I think, a little bit uh, behind on those, but we are getting onto that journey to ensure that um, our employees do have that platform to work with, um, to have the real-time data, ensuring that they know what is available to them, the communication between manager and employee, if there's something wrong, for instance, in a, in a supply chain environment, if something goes wrong, that there's an automatic response between the mobile platform that they're using for, for for communication at this point. And then once again, the employee and the manager can track each, each other what is important to them, like your clocking, your your curls, make sure that you can take time off and just have, like Jake said, have that life balance, ensuring that you have all that real-time information at hand. So, yeah, for South Africa, we're moving towards that. Um, we have some challenges, uh, especially with basic needs. So we have employees that potentially may not be able to afford these data resources because it is expensive in South Africa. And there is also those people that don't have the smartphone to have those applications running on it. So they can use it in the environment when they're at the workplace, but when they move away from the workplace, they won't be able to use it outside there. So that's that's where I am or how I see it in South Africa. But the tool is being used highly in a lot of corporate environments and it's majority used for ensuring that you are on time 
your accruals, your availability and so forth. Is it a really interesting point? And maybe we'll circle back to you, Pete, on this one. If if we assume that everybody has a smartphone, certainly in some of the large organisations that maybe have people with long tenure service, that might be a wrong assumption. So I'm assuming there's still a need to be able to access this, this information or be able to get to it in a conventional way, so through a PC in a, a store or an office environment. Yeah, we certainly found that that there are the generation gaps. So like you've got the Generation Z that are living on their mobiles. Um, you know, I, I, I go into shops and I've seen people paying with their mobiles just by wandering wafting uh, their mobile at the the cash point and whatnot you know i mean that's a bit above my my understanding i mean i don't mind admitting but you know there are the older generation that just want to see even a printed time card at times you know by having the mobile and fixed workstation um, or a clocking device available it it offers a wider range of engagement with the employee so you know whether they're up to date with the latest technology or whether they're you know just want a as a clock just to see what's going on with their time cards to see what's going on with the schedules new systems are able to do all of it which is really beneficial so it sounds it sounds like we still need to offer choice, and we can't assume that everybody just wants to be mobile. And I really, really get that. But you mentioned shift swapping, Jake. We've not touched on that on that yet in any of the podcasts. So shift swapping, shift bidding. Do you want to give us a quick kind of two seconds on on what that is and how that manifests itself in the mobile apps? You know, say you're you're an employee, you're coming in and and uh, something's going on. You need to be able to uh, maybe the next day you want to take that time off um, within the mobile app. You can you can jump on. You can see who's who's available, who's not going to be working that day, and you can you can send out a request to be able to say, hey, do you you know I I I want to take off tomorrow, um, and somebody else can jump in and say, you know, oh, I'll go ahead and and I'll take that shift for you. And so it kind of enables uh, the employees to kind of manage themselves around uh, schedule needs and things like that and still be able to take off time uh, whenever they need to. So it's definitely a very um, interesting feature to be able to kind of enable the employees to kind of manage themselves. I think it's worth kind of recognizing as well that that's within set parameters and authorization levels. So, you know, you might have to match cost or skill and be approved by a manager so there's governance around the who i can and can't swap with that's right yeah 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 so in most cases you know you can build all of the back-end rules uh, and regulations when it comes to you know if you put in that shift swap there's there's going to be a, a manager there that's going to be able to look at that you know there's going to be um, stop points where they're going to need to you know uh, approve um, and review and do those types of things and some require them to go in and actually you know sign off on something um, either you know just with a finger or things like that so that there's there's a recording and that they know what what's happening so it can be logged i think mobile i think you said it pete has, has really really evolved quite quickly i think again probably sped up slightly in the last nine months by that whole social comms engagement piece and people wanting to connect with people that are at work aren't at work and deploy company messages i think it will evolve even more over the next two to three years with all the other weird and wonderful stuff we've not thought about but are we 
in a place yet, and we'll, we'll come to you first, Blanche, on this one, where I could run my whole workforce management solution off a, a tablet or a phone from uh, scheduling through to time and attendance through to reporting. Are we quite there yet or is it is it something that's within touching distance or even further away? I think um, the potential is we are there yet. We are there. Um, we have to um, ensure that the configuration and everything is done properly according to different laws and regulations and company rules. But it is there. It is available. A lot of people in this current situation is definitely um, utilizing that platform at this point to ensure that they have the visibility and the communication platform with employees to ensure that they deliver proper services. So, yeah, we are definitely there. That's good to hear. And, and Pete, from an, an end-to-end scheduling piece, have you seen that or, or are we still, as I say, a bit further away from being able to do everything in a mobile world rather than need a desktop PC or a laptop? I think it's definitely evolving. I I think um, one of the companies is it's more about the employee engagement. So it's the whole, you know, getting the employees to talk and uh, get them to, like, like you say, shift swaps and that sort of thing. So it, I think mobile, you can get away with, or get away is the wrong word. I think you can do a lot on the uh, mobile app and the apps that are coming out, there are some functionalities where it's just easier to work on a desktop just purely for a sizing type situation. You know, when you've got a lot of people that you're scheduling, size does matter, you know, being able to see all the people that you're scheduling and getting that better overview. But, you know, it's getting very, very close to having having device agnostic. So we could potentially be in a place where you could manage your workforce as a as a leader who's doing the schedules and not as a colleague who's consuming the information away from the desk which i think would be really interesting because then you can unlock lots of other benefits about kind of real time and the way it's planned and managed uh jay you got anything to add on that in terms of being able to do the whole end-to-end piece in a tablet or on a, a mobile yeah i mean i definitely think that we're moving to where we're going to be able to completely do that and to Pete's point uh yes i do think that some of the more uh, in-depth scheduling processes where you're having to sit there and and review many different employees and be able to try and and visualize everything at once i mean um we're starting to come out with a lot better uh, reporting and analytics to be able to help the managers visualize that uh condense that information into something that they can they can view on a mobile device on a tablet uh and then be able to just run over and you know simplify the processes so that it is just a matter of okay I want to go in and schedule these employees and you're able to kind of you know drag and drop and map those things out uh in a way that's that's just keeps it simplified um, it makes it to where you're you're not having to jump onto a, a PC or laptop to be able to to do the bigger things. Everything is is starting to get to where yeah you would be able to just do it on your on your phone. Good stuff, and you, and, and it's like I prompted you almost, but you talked then about reporting and, and analytics. So again, just some context for those that will be listening to this. It, historically, in workforce management, there's been lots of what we class as static reports, so re- reports that go- could be configured that come out of the box from the vendors, and there's a, a menu of them based on 
different customer requirements over the years. They'd be configured, you'd run the reports, and then you'd see the, the data in, in the reports. Now, that that's all well and good as long as that meets your requirements for some quite binary things, so maybe scheduled hours versus actually uh, swiped in or clocked in hours and out hours. If you want to start to do smarter things, and in a world where everybody's got lots of data, we talk about big data, data lakes all of the time, it's moving that towards analytics. So what insight or action or actions can I drive from that data as well as piecing other bits of data? So maybe the weather, maybe sales, maybe tenure of people in store, maybe footfall data, whatever it might be together to produce some analysis and therefore actionable insight. And I think a bit like mobile, it's come a long way. All the vendors now are talking about insights, business intelligence databases, plugging their data into somebody else, a lot easier to get the data out. Blanche, if we if we start with you, and I know you're relatively still new to the, the REPL world, are you seeing customers really start to want to turn that data into actionable insight to look at it across other points of data from maybe other solutions or other parts of the business? Yeah, indeed. Um, a lot of clients you know, the data that has been given is the basic data that they require. So it is your data set tables and so forth. And they want more insights. So they want to compare how many, for instance, in a, in a retail environment, how many passes have moved through your actual till point? Um, how long did it take for one parcel to move through for that day? And then they want to compare that and ensure that if they have to do scheduling, that they have the right quantity of employees available and make sure that they are moving the correct quantity of parcels through to ensure that there is productivity. And there's a lot of things that they also, the same with the sales pass. They want to see if, if there is, for instance, one item that is moving faster than the next item. They want to see that analytical part, you know, that this is our top seller. We need that information. So, yes, a lot of companies are definitely requiring more analytical information than just basic reporting. And that, as you say, can help drive the productivity of those parts of the organisation, but more importantly, might may even drive revenue. So a bit of both, a bit of a saving and a bit of revenue growth. Pete, from your, your world and the clients you work with, have you seen that drive towards using the data to make things happen and actionable rather than a, a bunch of reports that you have to go and look for the issues or the answers? Absolutely. There's one product that I use that the the vendors have actually given access to the data to the employees so they can configure their own reports, can configure their own data updates. And as soon as they log on, these reports are actually there for them to use and to visualize. So they'll have a graph showing that, um, you know, sales in this particular area is, is growing. They have graphs that show that people have turned into work and that everybody's on time. The, the amount of data that the WFM system holds is vast. And because it has been data stored from you know, before these applications have been around, you know, they can sort of forecast what they're going to be doing in the future off the historical data and having that that pictorial view of the data that's in the system just makes it easier for the manager to 
make instant decisions, make a better decision based on facts and figures that they have in front of them. Um, we're at a place, aren't we? Correct me if I'm wrong, where we can get real time information from some of the solutions as well. So it'll send an alert or notification if after whatever you've configured the, the tolerance to be somebody's not clocked in or not turned up. So we're we're at the point where the the data for certain aspects of the solutions is pretty much real time. Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, these reports are there and updating constantly. Time is ticking along, but you know, if you've got um, people that you're expecting to turn up on shift, and like you say, on a mobile app, you know, the manager is freed from their desk, sitting there monitoring whether people are turning up. They they could be out doing their job, look down at their mobile phone, see that somebody's missing, see that something hasn't quite gone right. You know, that information is there straight away and they can act on it straight away rather than having to run back to the desk, run a report, see who isn't in, who is in, see if the sales are going the right sort of direction. The the fact that it's all visual now is fantastic. And Jake, I know you work with you know some of the biggest uh, companies in America, so they must have lots and lots of data that starts to become really powerful in a, an, an analytics way rather than just kind of static reporting. Yes, um, definitely working with some of these larger companies, you start getting to where they want to start driving insights that are just kind of more more out of the box where you're really having to dig through large amounts of data. And we're getting to the point where we we have the technology and we have the processing power and the software to where you can start to easily navigate and plug and play and manipulate with the data in such a way that you can start to, to drive these insights. And we have the platforms now to where you can, we can, you can easily go out there, take a, a huge volume of data um, and then be able to start, pulling out and and throw together a, a dashboard for a manager to go out and view and so you know it, it's it's really starting to to get somewhere um that, that that's pretty awesome for for somebody like me that i like to i like to dig in that back end and 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 be able to pull those types of insights out um and then just moving away from having to you know process data through do data transformation everything is is done automatically we, you know apis is really starting to to take off where we're just able to pass data off between different systems um so you're not having you know oh there's a, there's the hr system they have their set of data and then you have your your time and attendance and you know they but they don't talk together all of all of our um, technology is starting to really be able to communicate together and that's starting to make it so that we can we can pull data that we weren't able to before and, and start saying, well, I want to, I want to, you know, view these different insights and, and draw some, some in- interesting information out of it. A bit like mobile. These are, these are the two component parts. I think that are really, really going to move forward quickly and with more evolution than uh, we've seen over the last six, 12, 18 months in these two component parts of workforce management are the two, I think that are just going to keep growing and thriving. So we'll finish just by coming back around to everybody for some predictions and hopefully we get some right. I'm sure we'll, we'll get some wrong. I'll, I'll go last because I want to hear what you guys say first. If we turn the clock forward two years, what things do you think we'd see that people are doing differently with mobile and analytics and what kind of innovation of would you expect to see or hope to see? Start with, uh, we'll start with you, Pete. That's a very, very good question. I 
don't think there's any limitations, if I'm completely honest with you, with the way technology is going and the way that um, firms are investing in actually looking at the data that they've got. I just don't see any limits to how far these products can go, how better the communications are going to be. So I know it's a very woolly answer, but I, I just can't see any limit to it, the, no, the cool. access to it. You know? Yeah. Jake, you got any thoughts? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I think in a two, two year span, maybe a little bit further, um, we're just going to continue, um, to tighten up what our capabilities are with like machine learning, um, and the, the AI when it comes to this so that, um, basically instead of a manager having to go and uh, draw together the data points that they want to look at, their, their mobile device is going to start being able to pull together those types of reports for them. So they're just going to essentially already have those insights and it's not going to be something where we're, we're having to really do anything. It's going to be that you're, the system itself is going to, over time, taking in these data feeds, it's going to start learning, it's going to start connecting the dots, and it's going to start building out those insights that'll drive, you know, being able to schedule better, that'll bring in more revenue, um, and be able to just, you know, let these companies be able to work more efficiently. Uh, so I think that's kind of the, the direction that we're going to be potentially headed to here in the next couple of years. Exciting stuff. And Blanche, finally from you. Yeah, so um, from two years' time, like Peter and Jay says, there's basically no limits and the potential is out there for us to be at a point where everything will be at the fingertips, where a manager can just put a voice recording or just request something and say, I want this type of report, this information, and it could potentially be there for them um, straight with just a voice. Um, there won't be any requirements in the future, but yeah, it, it is a possibility that there is more potential and that we will probably reach it as we learn how the systems and everything gives us the ability. And unfortunately, with the technology ahead of us, you know, it's going to be a, a wild journey, if you want to put it that way, but it will be a learning curve for each and everybody going forward. And a lot of our youth will be contributing to that. So it is a good thing for us to move towards the future and yeah that's how i see it amazing yeah no i agree i think some really great points there ai machine learning will absolutely play a huge part in my view that whole mobile workforce hub piece maybe they introduce you know video calls and all that kind of stuff for people to speak across locations best practice videos of process briefings all those things that we have absolutely buy into the as you as you've pretty much all mentioned almost exception driven so that the solutions start to run themselves and learn from edits and changes and, and data points and they manage by you manage those by exception and almost drive the the insight so I think it's going to be a fascinating journey. I'm sure we've got some of that right. I'm sure we're way off the mark with others, but that's that's the beauty of trying to predict the future. Guys and girls, it's been a, a brilliant chat. Really enjoyed this one. Thank you very much all for taking part and take care and we'll catch up soon. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.